Welcome to The Heal Podcast with your host, Sam Calwart. As a breathwork teacher and mentor, I'm here to empower your healing journey at all levels, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Discover your own inner healer with my weekly teachings and resources to inspire your own journey. So let's begin by grounding our energy, breathing in through the nose, letting it go. One more big breath in and sigh it out. A quick reminder before we get started that if you want to experience the power of breathwork healing from the comfort of your own home, you can now join me for a live 90-minute session each month, and this also includes a living library of all past sessions and access to exclusive breathwork meditations for your daily practice. And this is all taking place through the Rising Breath membership page through the Patreon app. So all you have to do is click join and then download the Patreon app right to your phone and you have access to all of those recordings. And I teach on themes around self-love, around forgiveness, around boundaries, clearing fear, inner child healing, relationships, manifestation, letting go, and so much more. So you can head to the show notes for the link to join us for this monthly membership and stay accountable and consistent towards your journey of growth and healing. Hello and welcome back to The Heal Podcast. I hope that your week has been going great so far. It is the full moon as I record this, February's full moon. And the first like couple nights right before the full moon, I typically feel really energized. So Friday night I had insomnia, which was not great because Saturday morning I had to wake up at 5.30 to travel about two hours up north to teach two breathwork sessions back to back. Isn't that really wild how it's like your body and your mind knows that you have a big event coming up or maybe a travel day coming up, for example, and somehow it really can dysregulate your sleep because on that unconscious level, you are either really excited or maybe you're nervous or a combination Whenever I travel, I have this as well. I hate flying on a plane. I feel so incredibly ungrounded. I have very Vata energy, if you're familiar with Ayurvedic medicine. And Vata already feels very light and airy all of the time. So I really need that sense of groundedness within my body. It's why I moved to the woods. I love that feeling of groundedness. And so I was experiencing insomnia right before my events, my sessions Saturday morning, but both the sessions were incredible. It was breathwork for release and reconnection. Uh, Many of you may be listening that were in those sessions. It was incredibly powerful. Breathwork is always so powerful, but In particular, when I host these events right before the full moon, there is something about it uh, that breathers just really open up in a beautiful way. I also believe this has been a long, gray, cold winter here in Michigan, and people are just craving that deeper release to let go of a lot of energetic and emotional stagnation they may be feeling. We can't get outside and really explore a lot right now and connect to nature in the way that we want to and so breath work is that way to reconnect when you don't have the option to go outside and speaking of reconnecting to nature i am leaving next week for florida i'm going on my first 
family vacation with myself, with Eastwood, my husband. I'm really excited. We're going with another couple. They have a baby as well, six month old that they are bringing. So we'll kind of be on the same schedule wise, which is really nice. And I am also excited just to show Eastwood uh, a new state to show him the ocean for the first time, for him to be in the warmth. He is not a winter baby. He hates being in the snow. Tate and I tried getting him um, to love being outside with a sled. So we got him a sled. Uh, My in-laws actually got it for him for Christmas. We put him on the sled. We have uh, hills all around our home. We are kind of, our house is kind of on top of a big hill. And so we put him at the top and of course my husband was in there with him. And when he went down that hill, he just had this look of absolute terror on his face (laughs) and he was screaming he was crying he was not about it he doesn't like being outside he hates the snow he hates the cold so I have a feeling he's really going to love Florida and the ocean so I'm really excited for that Uh, and I'll be sharing my travels on my Instagram stories so again if you're not already follow me at Sam underscore Calawart so you can follow along and see what we're up to in Florida we'll be right outside of Miami between Miami in Fort Lauderdale in Hollywood, Florida, which I've never been to Hollywood, but this time of year, February, it's supposed to be a little warmer than, say, the Gulf side of Florida, which can be kind of hit or miss this time of year. So we're hoping for a lot of sun and a lot of warmth and reconnecting to nature. So I'm very excited for that. But on today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about balancing your feminine and masculine energy. And I have really found a good balance for the first time in my life with this subtle energy of balancing your feminine and your masculine. And I want to give you some tips around what has worked really well for me, along with some signs and symptoms that you may currently be operating from a place of dysregulation or imbalance when it comes to your feminine and masculine energy. We all have a feminine and masculine energy within us. It's not referring to gender. It's more referring to a way of being. So examples of having a very low feminine energy and kind of operating more in that male-dominated energy are feelings of being burnt out, being chronically fatigued, having a really low libido, hormonal imbalance, feelings of bitterness and jealousy, especially when you look at other women and what they're doing within their lives or easily comparing yourself to others on social media, for example, feeling very closed off from your emotions and then very disconnected from your intuition. And the divine feminine energy It is really a place within you that likely has been hidden away for a very long time, not uh, fully expressed or even maybe repressed, but there is so much healing potential when we really begin to open up to our feminine energy. And for me, I know I was operating out of my masculine for pretty much my entire life out of necessity first and foremost, uh, because I was brought up in a very high stress home environment and so because of that I kind of closed off emotionally very quickly and then also because I felt 
as though I had to grow up really quickly and do it all and be it all. And I put a lot of stress and pressure on myself, which meant I was then operating out of this male dominant masculine energy of go, 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 do, 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 and all the things, right? I think many of us can relate to that. Getting very burnt out, feeling chronically fatigued, feeling as though we need to do all of these tasks in order to feel worthy and in order to feel accepted and loved. So feminine qualities and attributes that you can really connect to are having a really strong intuition, having flexibility in your life. So you kind of ebb and flow with life instead of trying to control everything. Healing is very feminine nurturing is very feminine of course having innate wisdom ability to express yourself fully ability to release emotion when needed having patience with yourself and with others and then the ability to receive from others so to receive help receive support receive guidance that that ability to receive for me and I've talked about this in the past was something that took me a very long time to accept because I didn't feel fully supported in my childhood and in my adolescence I felt I needed to be the one that provided for myself and so I closed off to receiving and even when my in-laws for example wanted to give me money give Tate and I money for our wedding I felt really closed off to that I didn't want to receive that and of course in the western society that is very common to receive money towards your wedding help because a lot of times in your early 20s mid 20s you don't have a lot of money and so any help typically is much appreciated right but I was just closed off to that completely because I was closed off to receiving which by the way can really block your ability to receive in other areas of your life like receiving wealth receiving health all of the things. So if you have a balanced and very healthy and robust inner feminine energy, you are going to feel empowered. You are going to feel inspired. You are going to feel healing and nurturing within yourself. You are going to feel connected to earth. You are going to feel respected and honored. And there is a balance in your healthy masculine energy as well, which is very needed in your life. So when you have that healthy masculine energy, you feel more confident. You have connection to this warrior archetype within, just feel very resilient. You have the ability to set strong boundaries with those around you, to be self-assertive when you need to to have this enhanced willpower and dedication and commitment to nourishing your body on all levels, mentally, emotionally, physically. Improved self-discipline comes along with that and mental clarity, right? So after I had Eastwood, I was fully in my feminine of nurturing, of giving, of receiving support, of really honoring that time. But I had a major lack of the masculine. So you will ebb and flow based on different chapters within your life, right? So that is a time within your life, if you're postpartum, where absolutely that feminine energy, it's okay that it is more fully present in your life and you don't feel that divine masculine energy as much. 
So it took me a few months of just really honoring that time, healing, nurturing myself, nurturing my baby in order to come back into this state where I now have a good balance of that divine masculine and the divine feminine energy within me. So a few ways to connect to your divine feminine energy if you feel as though your masculine is currently over dominating your life ways to tap back into your feminine in a healthy way because again if you go too far on the other end of the spectrum that's when you get stuck in procrastination and you're laying around all the time and nothing is getting completed in your life and you're not reaching your goals and you're not feeling good about yourself and right that gets more into that self-sabotage is when you are too far into your feminine that can happen so in order to have that healthy balance and actually achieve your goals but to do so without feeling burnt out in your life and just continuing to move forward you want to tap into both but tapping into your divine feminine is going to mean really connecting back to yourself in a deeper way in a way that feels more intentional so taking time out of your morning or out of your day to just sit in sacred rest or to go into a guided meditation or a guided breathwork practice and to really honor the inner wisdom within you, connecting to your intuition, quieting the mind of all of your to-dos and allowing yourself to be fully present and to rest and letting that be what you deserve and what you are worthy of that time for rest and relaxation again if we grew up in a really stressful home environment we may not feel safe to fully relax this was the case for me it took time to carve out this intentional rest and reconnection with myself without feeling guilty because we should not feel guilty just reconnecting to ourselves right and going to the yin yoga class or going to the guided meditation, or spending time in nature to journal, or going on a really slow hike. All of that is productive in its own way. So letting that be our time for reconnection and doing so on a consistent basis, whether that's weekly or monthly I see so many mothers around me who have babies or toddlers just in that stage of life right now and they almost never take time for themselves. They are sacrificing so much and giving so much of themselves constantly to their families and they're putting their needs on the back burner and I am a huge proponent of self-care, self-healing, self-development. And so for myself, I also keep myself accountable with going to those classes that nourish me on a deeper level or signing up for the healing session that I know is really going to support me in my life or getting the massage or getting my nails done or going away for a little while without my child, right? We need to give ourselves that time, that space to reconnect to ourselves because if we don't, we may feel that we are completely disconnected 
and our whole world then just revolves around our child and we start to lose ourselves. We don't want that, right? We want that healthy balance because we really want to show up as the best version of ourselves for our families and for our children and to be that role model of what it looks like to really nurture ourselves on a soul level and to give ourselves that time and space for deeper healing, rest, and reconnection. And then connecting to the arts. So whether this is painting or dancing or singing, you know, what is it that you did as a child, for example, that you simply did just because it brought you joy for no other reason, but because it brought you joy and it made you feel good inside. And for myself, that was definitely drawing. It's something I used to do a lot as a child. And it's something I've really disconnected from. And honestly, I would love to get back into painting and drawing. So that is something that I'm putting on my to-do to just enjoy. I don't have enough hobbies I do for myself to just really have no productivity attached to it. So for example, I'll read, but I'm reading self-development books right? Or I will sign up for a course and it's typically, again, around a training or self-development. The closest thing that comes to that for me is really like signing up for yoga classes, meditations, massage, all of those types of things. But connecting back to those moments that just bring you joy are so important for the feminine, but also to support your inner child. And to allow yourself to have that play with no strings attached. And then leaning into receiving. Practicing waiting. Practicing patience. Allowing. And this is really tied into manifestation as well. Because if we can open to receiving. And then have that complete faith and trust. That we are going to receive. And that receiving peace is inevitable for us. That it's going to happen, maybe not the way that we thought it would, or it's not going to look exactly how we thought it would look. When we can let go of all of the why and the how and the time and just open to receiving and have that patience, that is incredibly powerful. And then just knowing that whatever it is we're calling into our lives, it is going to be received and we are going to receive it graciously and we're going to receive it with a full heart. And having this balance and really finding this dance of balancing the polarities of your masculine and your feminine are incredibly nurturing because you can rest and fully rest. But then when you're in work mode and more of that masculine energy, you can get so much done. That's what I've really realized. So for example... Within my day, I'm typically home with my son. I have childcare pretty rarely at this point just because Eastwood is taking nice long naps in the afternoon. I'm able to get so much done. So I am playing with him. I'm trying to rest with him. I am really just honoring being fully present with him. And then when he goes down for a nap, I go right into that masculine energy of doing and accomplishing and marking off my tasks for the day. And that feels really good. And then I'm also very committed right now to nurturing my physical body and setting those boundaries around the movement that I bring into my body because I just know what makes me feel best and sticking with my workouts on a daily basis 
walking outside if I can, getting on the spin bike, but then also honoring stretching and slowing down and just feeling my body and what it needs. And then around my menstrual cycle, not working out for a few days because I'm so incredibly tired and my body just needs rest, right? So I have finally found this balance and it really came through years of working with my inner child, healing that part of me that didn't feel worthy unless I was constantly doing something, which sent me into burnout and fatigue and feelings of resentment towards those around me, feeling as though I was carrying the entire world on my shoulders. Once I realized that through that deep inner work of healing my inner child, reconnecting back to that part of me that felt as though she had to do everything herself and then showing her that she didn't have to, that life could be easeful, that she could feel abundant and slow down at the same time, that you can have it all when you really find that fine balance of the masculine, the feminine, open yourself to receiving, but still going after your goals and doing so smarter, not harder, right? Not working harder, but working smarter with everything that you're accomplishing within your life is really what it comes down to. I found that there are are so many incredible mindset hacks. That's why I'm studying uh, NLP, neuro linguistic programming right now. Very powerful, working with the unconscious mind and just beginning that process of rewiring the way that you think about life. And all of the tools have supported me breath work, meditation, time in nature, journaling practices, working with my unconscious mind. And staying accountable with my healing. I have a coach I meet with each month. I again sign up for those classes and those healing sessions on a consistent basis for myself because I continue to grow and to evolve and I want to support my body and my nervous system along the way so that I'm not falling back into burnout and feeling into complete and utter fatigue, which I definitely felt for a long time after having Eastwood. And if you're a mom, I'm sure you can relate to that. So really finding that balance of showing up for him as much as I can and being fully present for him, but at the same time, not losing myself along the way and staying committed to my own goals and my own hobbies and my own passions, which then I can show up as the best role model for him and what's possible in his own life. And that is really my end goal And in everything that I do is that along the way, my family grows and they become more nourished spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically through everything that I am working towards. So I hope that you resonated with today's message. You can again, follow me at Sam underscore Calward. Share this message with someone that you think needs it and that would resonate with it. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. I look forward to being back with you here next week. If you were inspired from what you discovered on today's podcast, please rate, review, and share this episode on social media by tagging me at Sam Calloward. You can head to the show notes for all the resources mentioned in this episode and know that I am so thankful you have joined me on this journey of healing 
and growth.